In 2 Corinthians chapter 10, the Apostle Paul writes some spectacular words that shine a light on one of the many problems, I guess you could say a weakness, in human nature. Of course, there are many weaknesses and problems that we carry with us in this life, but this is one of those weaknesses, one of those problems that often hinders people from seeking the forgiving, saving grace that is available to them in Christ through the gospel. So what is this problem and weakness? Well, it is the tendency that we all have to compare ourselves to others. In some respects, I somewhat hit on this in my last video. I closed my last video a couple days ago by making the point that the problems that we often observe in institutions and organizations are many times not a systemic or institutional problem within the organization, but rather a problem in us. We are the weak and broken part of these organizations and institutions. We bring our weaknesses and brokenness into organizations and institutions. And oftentimes those systems break down because we are the point of failure. But it is much easier for us to shift the focus and blame over to some institutional or systemic problem. We don't want the light to shine on our weaknesses. We don't want to be exposed or to acknowledge our own brokenness and be seen as weak. And comparing ourselves to others makes that all the easier. But Paul, in this passage, he writes, we dare not classify or compare ourselves with some who commend themselves when they, measuring themselves by themselves and comparing themselves with themselves, in doing this, they are not wise. It is unwise to use others as the measuring rod by which you compare yourself. But it is much easier to do that than it is to do the hard and sometimes humiliating work of assessing and acknowledging our own deficiencies and brokenness. Honestly, it is not hard for us to find someone that is worse than us or who has bigger issues and problems than us. As a Christian and especially as a pastor, I've had many conversations over the years where I'm trying to help a person to recognize their need for forgiveness and salvation. In doing so, you have to bring a person to the point where they personally acknowledge their failures, what the Bible calls sin. I don't believe that you can receive God's forgiveness and his saving grace until you recognize your sin and acknowledge your need for his grace and for his forgiveness. The Apostle John writes in 1 John chapter 1, verse 9, If we confess our sins, then he, God, Jesus, is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. This is a conditional statement. The if of confession is necessarily essential for the then of forgiveness and cleansing. But again, on a number of occasions, as I am working to show a person their need for confession and repentance, they will respond, I may have some issues, but I'm not as bad as fill in the blank. And oftentimes they fill in the blank with some notoriously wicked person. And the fact is, there are a lot of good people in the world, and it is highly likely that you are pretty good as a person and that you can identify a lot of other people who are far worse than you. But there will be a lot of good people that will not end up with God eternally in heaven. 
Jesus himself said this in what is perhaps the most frightening words in the Bible. In Matthew chapter 7, at the end of the Sermon on the Mount, he says, Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name and cast out demons in your name and in your name done many wondrous works? And then I will declare to them, depart from me. I never knew you, you who practice lawlessness. These are sobering words. So if it is unwise to compare yourself to others, then it is inversely wise to make a sincere and honest assessment of yourself, not looking at the failures and inconsistencies of other people less good than you, but by using a much more consistent and right standard, and not just a consistent and right standard, but by the actual standard by which you will be judged one day by God. God speaking through the prophet Isaiah in Isaiah chapter 28, he says that perfect justice is God's measuring line and perfect righteousness, his plumb line. That means that Jesus, he who was tempted in all points like as we are yet without sin, he is the righteous standard by which we will one day be judged. And when perfection is the standard, my life looks very far out of alignment. Something to think about. We'll see you next time.